Alex, did you see this picture? <laughs> I fucking died, bro. <laughs> no, so, what? In my hand is a picture of me doing that exact same thing. With a different That's glove. awesome. And next and season we need to do another one of him. Oh yeah, holding no, that it's picture, holding that it's, a, it's a every, it's a every yeah. season. It's a thing That's, now. That's awesome. That is so rad. Yummy. All right, Bales. man. Oh, it's time. Are you ready for a good ass show? <laughs> I mean, I have to be. Yeah. Cool. Very unprofessional of me. Oh my god, how could you? How dare you? <laughs> All right, here we are. We're back again. It's another edition. It's another episode of my show. And he used to love Bruce, but living his La Vida Loca helped him understand he's probably more of a joker. It's that guy over there. We're done with the grunge rock. I'm no, so excited. No, well, we took we took a one episode break. Amazing. Amazing. Alex, I thought you were special. Nobody thinks that I'm special. I thought you should know. <laughs> Get out of here. I am Alex, and I'm introduced by the second best to ever do it, that guy right over there. It hurts, doesn't it? It hurts when people hurt you. Hmm? Hmm? I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna wait. This will be the best podcast we've ever had. <laughs> We're joined by the third man in the booth. <laughs> is not going to accept it. I'm going to refuse that. Uh, it would not be the show that we know and love today without him. It's Robin. Do it. Beat you. Yeah. Don Hope. I am the best. I'm number one. Number Great one success. like America. Sideways thumb. That's very good. Very Sideways good. Sideways thumb. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, and, uh, and I'm introduced by that guy. They both Over. do it. They both yeah. do it. Both it's thumb. me. Look it's one that. take Jake back in the saddle again. Man, we we've got some. Whoa, what the fuck? Robin, You've seen my. Finger I've seen before. your fucked up pinky before. Like mine's getting there. I picked Scott. up a baseball today with my my big toe and my second toe. It was weird looking. Huh. Okay. Yeah, it was a big old big old gap in between the toes, baseball sized. <laughs> I've got thong toes. That would make is, sense. Is uh, the thing I've got going on. You know what I'm talking about? Baseball I think size so. toes. Yeah. Alex, you know what thong toes are? I don't know, toes that take thongs. You hurt me. No, I don't know. It's like when you <laughs> when you've got the gap between your your big toe and your second toe that like the flip flop goes right in the middle and like yeah. just naturally sits there. That's what I meant. It takes it takes the thong. It takes what he said. it. It yeah. takes it takes the thong. We're, we literally said the same thing with different words. Yeah, only I explained it, and you're just like it takes the thong. You're like it puts a lotion in the basket, is what you're saying over there. <laughs> I mean, sometimes the lotion has to go in the basket. You're making a nice gift <laughs> basket, you need to cellophane, right? So, here you go, boss. I'm quitting. If you Quits. give your boss a fucking gift basket as you quit, like is that's the that's the baller move right there. Like so, ding. <laughs> Happy me leaving challenge, day. Challenge accepted. Yeah. Boom, April. I'm doing it. Happy me leaving day. Wait, why April? <laughs> Bonus check. Uh... I worked. I worked too hard this year for them to keep that money. <laughs> That's the way That's it fair. goes. <laughs> speaking speaking of uh, quitting a job. 
Alex, would you like to hear my Dear John letter? I do. Very. We all do. I've already. Well, I've already told Robin it's going to happen, so I like. I had to preface with. Yeah, but you didn't ask me if I wanted to hear it. Well, I know you want to hear it. Yeah, Yeah, of course I I do. I don't. End of the call. Not listening. He's not listening. Just shaking the head. <laughs> Just shakes his head for like five minutes. <laughs> Alright, so this is a little bit of a journey because it's nine hundred and twenty four words. I'm almost oh. I'm almost done. <laughs> oh boy. So but but this is what I've got so far. You just hand it to him in cliffhanger style. Just mid-paragraph, it just ends. Just like, and... Alright. To whom it may concern. That's that's how you know it's going to be good. Right. Nice. I hope you read all of this letter, though I'm not convinced you will. The responsibilities associated with being the Greens lead go far beyond logical sense. Not only does a Greens lead need to be forklift certified, they must also be a high-level laborer, a customer service representative, data entry expert, and a custodian. It's a ludicrous amount of responsibility to heap on one person, not support them, and pay an uncompetitive wage. Let me first address my departure at noon the Wednesday prior to Thanksgiving and tell you, tell you my perspective. Coming into work that day, I spoke with the mezzanine crew who told me that what jobs they had to do, and Paul had sent an email telling me, all greens we need are XYZ and everything else can go back to Warehouse One. That email came early in the morning, and that summarizes the interaction I had with Paul that day. This is important to note because Paul came over to the mezzanine on more than one occasion, but didn't use this opportunity to tell me I should be expecting anything else. It was a holiday, and the company was going to be closed for the next several days. How am I supposed to know what's expected of me if the expectation was never set? I finished returning full bags from the bulk pull area, swept it, and waited until noon. Then I left. I refused to hold the responsibility for Paul's lack of communication. That same lack of communication is a theme in our professional relationship. I have never encountered someone more needlessly difficult to work with than Paul, last name redacted. Paul is ruthless, unprofessional, and not well suited for management. I had... Oh, too far. No, not what I said was too far. I clicked too far. I had one conversation with Paul in six months, and since that point, he has intentionally worked around and through me. With regularity, he will call the mezzanine team to tell my subordinate to tell me what coffee I need to pull. It's a case of clear disrespect for myself, my position, and the chain of command. Keep in mind that Paul has multiple methods to get in touch with me directly. He showed that ability by emailing me bulk pull daily. Paul can communicate. He simply chooses not to. Perhaps he feels he's above speaking to the position that he once held, or maybe he feels anything happening in 815, the building I work in, is beneath him. It should also be known that it's the opinion of his peers that Paul got to where he is by sleeping with his boss. I don't know that to be true, but having heard it from multiple parties, I wouldn't be surprised. It would explain some things. For example, when Paul was unable to perform the tasks of being the Greens lead, he received a lateral promotion to roasting lead. When Chevelle departed the company, Paul was promoted to production supervisor, and I watched and waited to see when and if his previous position of roasting lead was going to become available on Indeed. That position never became available, and if it did, it wasn't made public. When I turned in my resume for the the, uh, production supervisor, I told so-and-so that I didn't expect to get the job, but I wanted to use that opportunity to show the company that I was bought in and wanted more out of this place. Now that I'm leaving and cashing out, Why should I have had that level of buy-in when the path my predecessor took was not going to happen for me? What should have been my motivation for coming in and giving my best effort? It was then I realized I had no future with the company, and the company was indifferent to that outcome. 
The first time I interviewed, uh, re-interviewed with the company, I did so with Paul's girlfriend. I could tell from the look on her face, she felt like I was wasting her time. It was made all more apparent when she no-showed what was supposed to be our meeting the next day. I, lay, I later re-interviewed with the boss, and even though nothing more came of it, the conversation went swimmingly by comparison. On the subject of cardboard, I've asked my boss several times to see if the production team could be trained to use the baler. Considering the size of my team, myself and one other person, and the amount of cardboard being brought over to warehouse daily, it's untenable. I've, go Ducks! Go Ducks! I volunteered to lead the training, and I was told that my request would be made, uh, would be run up the ladder. I have no reason to believe that Angela, well, my boss, took that request to her boss, and I'm operating on good faith that he passed that request to his production supervisor. That seems to be where the communication breaks down time and time again. A two-minute a two stop at the baler could have prevented the tsunami of garbage in the Greens warehouse. Instead, multiple Gaylords of cardboard were brought over daily and left in the Greens warehouse. I can only hold the line for so long. Angela made it possible to empty the warehouse of the cardboard and burlap, but it took practically no time for the production runners to refill the warehouse carelessly with boxes. Why is the solution of getting rid of garbage simply to put it in a different warehouse instead of throwing it away? With the known issues in the supply chain, it's difficult to even get bales out of the cardboard, uh, bales of cardboard out of the warehouse. And as you can tell, I'm nowhere near done. Yeah. Um, as, sleeping as, with as the I boss. Sheesh. Sheesh. <laughs> and then um, the throwing in the use of Gaylord made me laugh. Well, um, that's what they're called. Like I've had. I know. Deal. I know it was the right word, but it made me laugh nonetheless. It's so. It's like super. It's super uh, frustrating because like, oh yeah, we got to get these Gaylords out of here. People like look at me like, what are you? You are in trouble if you say that again. This this is part of what I heard. I, I hear Jack. Going, you want me on that wall. You need, you need me on that wall. <laughs> Pretty much. But... You use words like loyalty. And... <laughs> you have that luxury. <laughs> Maybe... You should watch A Few Good Men probably before you finish that. Yeah, probably. I want the truth. Oh, shit. You can't handle the truth. Did you order the code red? You're goddamn right I did. Bailiff. <laughs> Escort Colonel Jessup to the anyway. The other yeah. the other one I, I busted out is uh, a uh, a time to die or time to kill. Yes, they deserve to die, and I hope, I hope they burn in hell. Love that one. I think I've yelled that once or twice in the last week or so, just in the warehouse, just randomly. So yeah, that's about how I'm yeah. feeling. So so that's fun. Yeah, and like I said, there will there will be more. Is... I would make sure that that gets distributed. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Because there, there are people that are going to be like, oh, shit. <laughs> there will be several. <laughs> I'll, put, I'll put a copy up in the break room. I'll leave a copy on my Oof. desk. Dang. Yeah. You should, like, hide a copy somewhere, too. Just, like, stuff it in, in something. So Yeah, like, like so... fold it up and put it behind some books or between some books or something. So that, like, somebody finds it way down the line. And reads it, like, what the fuck? What would be great what is to put it here? in the stack of some beans that don't get used very often. Yeah, there you so, go. So then my green, the next greens lead will find it and read it. <laughs> <laughs> but just, like, also put one, like, on, like, in between the windshield and the windshield wiper of Paul's car. You should do the Dwight Schrute and put one in a Ziploc bag and put it in the back of the toilet. <laughs> 
<laughs> like, yes. Well, you um, see, I don't know what car he drives because I've never talked to the motherfucker. So, like, and I, whatever. Sounds like you got to put him on all the cars. <laughs> all the cars. Sounds like I found a solution. Also, while we're on the topic of shit that's pissing me off at work, apparently, apparently I abdicated from my job. Oh, yeah. I heard about that. So the the beginning when I was addressing why I left on Wednesday before Thanksgiving at noon, like a regular fucking person. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Sounds appa- to me like you were sitting on the throne and you decided to abdicate your <laughs> leadership of the country to a subordinate and dip the fuck out of there, man. Way to go. Way to be the king. From my job. <laughs> he, he fucking regulators and then mounted up. I, he mounted up. I, I'm looking at that like, <laughs> bro, if you're paying attention, I abdicated this position a week and a half ago. <laughs> <laughs> That's what a two-week notice is. Oh, God. You have two options here. You you realize you used the wrong word, or you realize you used the wrong time frame. Either way, you're fucking you're wrong. Fucking, yeah. And so I, in addition to turning in this, um, this lovely little letter, I'm also going to turn in a list of definitions. Uh, one of them is for... Oh. Is for Gaylords? Uh, no. Oh. <laughs> one of them is abdicate, and the oh. and the other one I would use is the word I would have chosen, which is abscond. Yes, that's yeah. the right word. Yeah, that's that's yeah. what he meant, and and so you absconded the fuck out of there. <laughs> look, flex flex your thesaurus all you want, but don't try to get over on me. <laughs> flex your thesaurus yeah. all you want is the name of the it's episode. It is. <laughs> the strong front runner for sure. Holy shit. Ooh. I feel like I feel like this is like that that Monsters Incorporated situation where Mike Wazowski is like Wazowski. it's pronounced it's pronounced Cretan if, if you're going, going to insult, insult me do it correctly, do it correctly. exactly that's, that's all it. I'm saying like, yeah like, like if if I read that email says looks like Jake and crew absconded I'd be like sure fucking did <laughs> <laughs> oh, I like man. that. You, you just stated that your crew is you and one other person. Right. But they make it sound <laughs> right. like I had 75 yeah. people like, walk yeah. out. Jake and his crew absconded. You mean like, you mean Jake and George? The Who wasn't dudes? there to begin with that day. Yeah, like, right. He was cooking venison, right? Was yeah. That the, yeah. <sighs> so, Family emergency. Yeah. Come to find out that was that was done the night before, but he, also on a day where he left early. So there's that. Yeah. It's just like I'm, still I still go back to the. The group chat conversation of like, if you're gonna call in, there shouldn't you sh- just don't give a reason. Right. And reason shouldn't be expected. As a manager, you're just as annoyed and pissed off having to fill the hole, regardless of if they're sick, family emergency, not gonna show yeah. up, whatever. So you call in and say, hey boss, I ain't gonna be there. Click. Now your boss has to fucking figure it out. If you've got PTO or sick pay or whatever, figure it out. Use yeah. it. If you don't, it's fucking unpaid and you might get fired for it. There you go. End end of of subordinate supervisor relationship like i remember so many times as a warehouse manager being so much more annoyed finding out that somebody gave me some bullshit reason i caught him catching fucking cooking venison later (laughs) than if they would have just told me like bro i'm not fucking coming in right okay i called in today well done i'm still fucked i said i called and i said hey uh i'm not gonna be there and i let jessica know okay thank you all right yeah, that's what it should be for every that job that was the call ever of you, all you time. Look, it was six seconds. 
And it's they like gotta fill the position. Okay. It's, it's like the dude. Um, apparently he works at IKEA. He's on. He's on the TikToks. Yes. It's like yes. Oh, uh, where's my PTO request? It's not a request. They should call it a PTO warning. Oh, yeah. my, it was like PTO request was denied. Oh, well, then I guess I'm calling in sick. You think I didn't have yeah. a backup plan? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I can hear the music playing in the background. Yeah. Right. <laughs> the, the thing that my, I guess he's like, he just got promoted. So he's like my boss's boss's boss, but he used to be my boss, always said was, okay. if if a company offers paid time off, it is the company's moral obligation to fill the hole when you take your time off. Mm -hmm. That is your time, period. And it does not matter how inconvenient it is for the company. If the company does not want you to take time off, do not offer paid time off, period. Blackout danger bullshit. Now, he he did say, for the record, that blackout dates, if previously, like pre-employment, if they are told, if you sign up to work at Target, and the day you show up, they say, listen, before you accept this job, you need to know we do not allow paid time off in the month of December due to holiday shopping. And you say, OK, I still want to work here. Then, you know, right. you have 11 months to use it. He goes, yeah. but that's it is a pre-employment disclosure, not yeah. a, oh, shit, you've been we changed their mind. We forgot to mention yeah. that December no one can take time off. No, fuck you. You hired me in February. You tell me that shit. Yeah. And I was like, boss, you're 100 percent correct. I respect the fuck out of you for saying that. And there's been hundreds of times like at different departments of where I've seen an entire department just go like we fucking Jake's not here. We don't know. This week's going to suck. And everyone goes, sure is. Yep. Yep. (laughs) And when Jake comes back and fucking Greg leaves, Jake knows that week's going to fucking suck. Yep. And that's how it should be. Yeah, I would. That is definitely. Sorry. No, I was going to say, I went to Vegas, and I was like, fuck you guys, I don't give a shit about your coffee for a week. Yeah. Yeah. That's one of the weird things about uh, teaching, though, is, like, you you can do that. Like, they don't care if you're going to be gone, but you're expected to have lessons and that sort of thing taken care of ahead of time because it's a whole different thing. Like, you're you're responsible for other people. You have to make sure that that's taken care of because no one else is going to do it. So. So that's kind of like where one of those parts where you're your own boss, unless you're like at a bigger school where they have like a department and everything is worked out as a group. But I have worked there, so. Well, I mean, let's, let's be real though. You're you're <laughs> you're a PE that. teacher. Like, what what is your lesson plan today? We play dodgeball. Today, yeah. Today oh no! Dodgeball. Like I actually. I had I saw my lesson plans compared to other teachers when I had a sub. I was very detailed because. I remember when I would get a sub as a kid in PE, it was super screw off time. Yeah. And it was my job as the teacher to make sure that that didn't happen. So I spelled everything out. I listed from bell to bell what was going to happen in every class and the order and what you were allowed to do and what you weren't allowed to do. So there was no, hey, uh, I need to go to the bathroom as we're doing our warm ups. Right. You know, like I would just. You have to spell everything out. And even like games that the kids had played a hundred times, I would still spell out the rules. So if there was a discrepancy in the game, the teacher can then be like, hey, well, here's the rules right here. Show you. This is what it says. Mr. Miller Miller lets us throw dodgeballs at each other's faces. 
No, he doesn't. Not on purpose. If you, like, he it. says if you ducked, it's your own fault. Wow. Yeah. Like, that's... <laughs> right there. <It's> just... <laughs> <laughs> I remember the sub we had. It, you always wanted Mr. Hines from from Oakley Middle School through Junction City High School. Old Johnny Apparently, Ketchup. Yeah, that, exactly. Mr. Hines was the ultimate in you ain't going to do shit for whatever class period parentheses S you have Mr. Hines, because mm-hmm. all you had to do was get him, get him to talk about just any, sto- any story, anything. You could be like, Hey, and he was uh, going to talk. Yeah. Mr. Hines, can you, can you tell me like why pickup trucks are better than like SUVs? Oh, totally. And he just be like, Oh, let me, let me, let me explain to you. So first of all, no, it's the vertical. It's the vertical storage. You got to understand vertical storage. With SUVs, you got the roof, right? With a pickup truck, you're free to go as high as you want, as long as you got proper straps. You got to have the proper strap. <laughs> and then a 60-minute class period goes by, and you're like, "Man, we ain't learned a lick of algebra. That was awesome." Fuck yeah. Let's go. Let's get the fuck out of here. Like, it was great. I, Nothing I, was spelled out for that guy. Why is it that every <laughs> I was also single that sub? <laughs> I feel like every single class thinks they can they can trick the sub with the whole classic switch your name game. Mm-hmm. Oh. Go ducks. Go ducks. Yeah, that didn't work on me because I didn't care. Right. I was like, um, hey, who wants to take role? Cool, because I'm not gonna. I'm not reading these names. Yeah. And then also, someone else does it. No, there was no switching names. Or occasionally you'd be like, somebody would come over. Hey, they're not supposed to sit there. I'm like, uh, are they hurting anybody? Okay, then mind your own business. That yeah. was a that was a fucking class factotor though. Right. Summer, <laughs> summer from uh, summer, yeah. Summer from School of Rock. Yeah. Like, um, Mr. S, actually, like, no, get the fuck <laughs> out of my face. Summer, four gold stars. Summer, if you don't if you don't stop nitpicking grades, I'm gonna send you back to summer school for a month. Ah. <laughs> <gasps> Miranda Cosgrove, talk about a glow up. I, is, is that she, who that was? Who, yeah. I don't know. Is she attractive now? Good, good <laughs> that, for her. That sound you guys could hear—that was the sound of Alex's head shaking. That was that was a That's, yes. Yes. He, yeah. he, 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 he may as well have said it's very good. It's very good. <laughs> I I waited until she was over eighteen before admitting it, and now that she is, she's very attractive. Yes. Hey, did you know there's a movie called School of Cock? (laughs) I don't think it's the same plot line. It might be. It might be. Could be a battle of of the bands, I'm just saying. Sword fighting. Sword fighting, yes. The Battle of Boners. It was set in college. It was a college setting. Oh, yeah, she'd get it. But, oh, now Jake's checking. Miranda Cosgrove. Miranda Cosgrove. It's like Shree. Yeah, she can get it for sure. Jake, look yes, up. I see. I'm doing my oh, own okay. research. <laughs> He's like, I found her TikToks. Hold on, <laughs> hang on. <laughs> I Carly, more like I can hardly wait to bang her. No, nope, wait, that is one she? Did. She's I Carly. That's who I'm looking at. Yes. Oh. Yeah, it says grown Carly. Up, grown up, I Carly. She was also the younger adopted sister in Drake and Josh, and then also Summer, the class factotor. <laughs> Drake Bell. <laughs> Funny guy. I thought yeah. Josh Peck was the funny one. I don't know. Whichever one I saw talk about something for some reason. 
Was he fat? I don't remember. Drake Bell banged little kids, and I'm pretty sure is like in jail. Josh oh, Peck was fat. Cool. Josh Peck was fat, got skinny, and is. I I mean I guess he was funny in the show. Does he do direct <laughs> directorizing now? Probably. Then then that was probably who I heard, I saw. I don't remember. I'll get corrected later by the old wife. The, the <laughs> wife. <laughs> speaking of speaking of directors and actors and shooting. Uh, did you hear Alec Baldwin is calling, like, the whole the man who shot Liberty Valance thing? Like, I didn't shoot the gun that killed the guy. Yeah. Yeah. Like, gun just went off. How? The man <laughs> who shot Liberty Valance. That makes me think of fucking Blink-182. There was, uh, on the Mark Tom and Travis show, there's like, yeah, that's that's what you say if your parents ever catch you. I wasn't just, I wasn't, uh, masturbating. I was just cleaning and it went off. <laughs> 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 cleaning and it went off somehow somehow all the small things was my most played song on spotify this year huh and like it's weird because i play the same playlist every single day it's like 900 songs and somehow i've heard all the small things more than any other song this year alphabetically it's at the start so maybe that helps that might be it do you hit the sh- do you hit the shuffle when you start the playlist, or you just hit play on the playlist? I hit the shuffle. I shuffle every time. Okay. Okay. Every sounds like I'm a shuffling. Seinfeld thing. <laughs> I will say. Every I will say I'm that shuffling. I hit the shuffle every my, time. I'm always my shuffling. Most, my most played playlist on Spotify is probably RTJ one two three four, um, and I feel no, like I when I hit when I hit shuffle. It does seem, it feels like it plays Run the Jewels as the first song more often than any other song on the playlist. And that happens to be track one of RTJ1. So it's possible that if if all the small things is high enough on the list, it just, it's, it starts kind of close to the top and then works its way through your apparent billion song playlist. Well, I'll just, Can I'll you tell rename you rename it the billion song playlist? I might. That's pretty good. Like, let me just tell you what my top five was, because this is this is interesting, because I'm not (laughs) I don't I don't believe that this is my top five. But Spotify says so. Spotify said so. They also said that there's 70 you motherfuckers listening to this podcast right now that this is your favorite podcast on Spotify. So what's up, you seven motherfuckers? Remember this song? Can you hear it? No. I want to see some naked dudes. That's why what? I built this pool. <laughs> it's a Blink-182 song. Right. It's a really good one. All right. Probably my favorite. Here's my, my top five songs of the Shit, year 2021. Cunt, cocksucker, motherfucker, tits, fart, turd, and twat. All right. <laughs> I've got All the Small Things. Number two, uh-huh. Edge of Seventeen by Stevie Nicks. Since we're talking Ooh, about School like, of Rock. School of Rock, yeah. I like it, yeah. That soundtrack was really good. By yeah, the way. it was. Number three, and this one really surprises me: "Blinding Lights" by The Weeknd. Oh, great, great song! After it the Super Bowl, slaps. after slaps. the Super Bowl, you were fucking on that shit. That's true. I was listening to a lot of The Weeknd. Yeah. Oh. Track Blinding four, Light. "Virgil" by Quality Control and Quavo. Okay, that makes Anything sense. Involving any of the Migos. Right. Makes I'm sense. surprised it's not all Migos. If I'm being 100. <laughs> It was last year. Like last year, it was like the Migos, the Migos, Quavo, the Migos, Takeoff. 
<laughs> and then track the fuck offset though. Yeah, and then yeah, yeah, third best Migo. <laughs> and then track five third... will not will not be chainsaw juggling. Third best Migo might challenge. It's a really good, it's a right, really good up. episode name. <laughs> oh god. <laughs> and then the last song is Auckland Sunrise by Fred V and Graphics, which is a drum and bass song. But it's like, okay. yeah, so I, like, it's confusing to me. What is this? Cause, but I don't like. I believe that I heard Stevie Nicks a whole bunch because it seems like it plays every single day for me. But it's like that makes sense. I also wonder how much of this has to do with, like, you know, the song "Rock and Roll Hoochie Coo" because you've heard it a billion times on the radio because it costs like a half of a cent to play. So part of me is wondering if these songs, like all the small things or Edge of Seventeen, have such a low purchase cost for Spotify that it gets naturally bumped higher to the top of your, your playlist. So you hear them more frequently. That would make sense. Where did you go to find where you, it just kind of listened to, it just kind of popped up or you can go, let's see, let me see what happens if I go to Spotify. (laughs) Like a boner during the pledges of allegiance. Hey, what do you know? (laughs) Just just go go to the main screen. And it's like your 2021 wrapped is here. And it's like, let's see one, it's not the second. In 2021, wow. you did what you had to do. And action. I spent 22,000 minutes listening to Spotify this last year. Holy wow. cow. It was almost all at work. I wonder if you know this song. You can't, because I know you would have heard it. I hate my fucking thing that blocks out sounds it's like hey i do a really good job of it's the uh it's really good the fifth the fifth square on your 2021 unwrapped will be your top five songs it would be the fifth element two three four five you deserve a playlist as long as your skincare routine yep keep going listen to your top 100 song okay oh hey look at that i oh wait hold on Totally. Like it gave me like a button to press, and before I could press it, it moved to like the next square. It really it add really, add to your library. Like, why do I need to add the, my top five songs to my library though? Yeah, they're already. It was like if I've already listened to, if they're already like my most listened to songs, they're in my library. What the <laughs> fuck? Uh, okay, so apparently, yeah, that that checks out. <laughs> <laughs> what, we, what we got, Alex? Um, number one, uh, Formula One theme song. <laughs> <laughs> okay, now, just so we're clear, so everyone's aware, it's Formula a fucking one banger. Theme song, one, it's a fucking banger, but two, it's also my alarm clock tone. So by default, it plays oh, like okay. fourteen times every morning as I snooze my way to waking right. up. Wait, you use so Spotify that, as an alarm clock? Hell yeah. How do you do that? Samsung clock, and then and then it, when it says add, you, you pick your thing. There's a button if you have Spotify that's like, use a Spotify song. Whoa, I'm going to do that now. Yeah, it's awesome. Um, and then uh, number two is uh, Close Your Eyes and Count to Fuck by Run the Jewels. That's a good one. Zach Taylor Rhodes. It's my favorite Run the Jewels track. 
number three is Run the Jewels by Run the Jewels. Naturally. Number four is uh, More Important Than Michael Jordan by Pretty Lights. A banger. And then the only one that is a surprise to me, number five. Number five is Wow by Post Malone. Wow. That's a good song. I don't think it is a good it. song. It check it. I'm not gonna do like a microphone. Listen to Wow by Post Malone. It's a good track. I didn't think it had climbed to top five. I definitely don't listen to music as much as as a probably either of you. Not I just I don't it's seek dope. out music. But I didn't think it had climbed that far because right underneath that is Forever by Run, by Travis Barker featuring Run the Jewels and Nobody Speak and then Hot Like Sauce which are all songs that I like have actively seeked out in a sought so, out sought right. out that's right uh wow by Post Malone sneaking into right number 5 with a bullet was unexpected <laughs> number five. but the other four number 5 with the bullet that's how it goes the, the fucking number the, Just the first like the four Just oh Check out number five with a bullet for their head coach. What? Oh, dubs down. Hey, imagine imagine starting your college career in one place, leaving there, and then years later going back, being like, "Hey guys, I'm back." Hey guys, I found us a coach. He's coming with me. <laughs> Look what I found, guys. Sam, okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna have apparently it's a hot take. Okay, I don't hot know take. if it'll be. A- I don't know if it's a hot take on this this particular recording on this particular show, but it's a hot take in the sports world, which is I don't care how coaches leave college football teams. Same. Kind I of, literally yeah. don't. Everyone's like, oh, my God, Brian Kelly and Lincoln Riley. That's such a bad, a bad look. look. No, it's not. One got 12 million a year. The other got 15 million a year. You know what your starting quarterback for Oklahoma is paying the coach? Zero fucking dollars. I don't care. Like. If you, a college football player, do not commit to a college football team with the understanding that literally in any point in your zero to five years playing there, your coach might leave, this just in, you're a fucking idiot. Mm-hmm. That's just how it is. I'm not saying that these coaches aren't going into living rooms and, and lying their ass off like a military recruiter. Right. That's <laughs> beside the point. I'm just not mad that – like especially with Brian Kelly, because it sounds like the media spoiled the news for him anyway. Right. I, yeah. I'm, I'm pretty sure he thought he had till the next morning to tell the team. And some fucking Adam Schefter wannabe was like, he's fucking out of there. And he's like, well, cat's out of the bag. Fuck y'all. Guess I'm guess y'all know. No, I yeah, guess you guys like know what, what the team meeting in the morning's about. Right. Um, Joey Harrington said something yep. on Twitter yep. and you guys are probably, you've probably heard it too. But he said his dad told him when he was being recruited out of high school, his dad said, go to a school that you want to go to because you want to go to the school because the coach may change. So if the coach changes, you're still at the school you want to be at. That's why he went to Oregon and didn't matter who coached him. Yeah. So don't don't chase coaches. People like Willie Taggart are out there. You should probably see that as a sign. Yep. Yeah. And like. It's like, yeah, it was a little unexpected for a guy like Lincoln Riley to dip for USC because he's had so much success at Oklahoma and the school clearly didn't want him to go anywhere. 
And it's a little crazy for Brian Kelly to leave Notre Dame after whatever it's been, 16 years or some shit, the all-time winningest coach in school history. But also, I think like, Lou Holtz. <laughs> right? But, like, Daffy the, also, Daffy the duck. God, I hate of, him. of course they were going to leave. Like, did you hear how much money that, that Stoops is getting to coach for the one game? No. $325,000. Oh, my God. To coach uh, one game. I would have guessed a cool million. Honestly, with the legacy at the school and right. stuff. It, and I that's what people thought, were like, saying. They're like, he's being underpaid. And, yeah, and, like. But you got to remember that he's also still working for the school. And, and, like, the title is ridiculously long. I can't remember what it is. It's basically, like assistant to the vice president of the school but your job is nothing right you should like, you walk just, around on they just, campus yeah they just pay him to be there basically they do the same thing with brian bosworth makes sense okay. that way right. he doesn't sue him right. <laughs> <laughs> well, you made too much money on me and i didn't do anything in the nfl well that's not should have laid off the juice bud should have laid Bo off jackson the juice. Yeah, fucking trucked. <laughs> All right, here's a hot take on that play. If that play had happened anywhere else on the field that wasn't the end zone, we'd be talking about what a great tackle Brian Bosworth made. Probably, yeah. But because because the play ended in the end zone, he got yeah. trucked. Yep. But he made a tackle. Like he did. He like held on yeah. and took him to the ground. It just happened right. in the end zone. Right. But also, DJ James has made some really good fucking tackles this year. I've noticed. Like yeah. he's fucking. He's tackling well. I would say he's tackling as well as anybody uh, who didn't get injured and left in the first game. Right. Bennett Williams, Justin Flo. Justin Flo. Yeah. <laughs> I, yeah. I, I went after. I went. Speaking of uh, the Beavers, fucking assholes. Fuck the. <sighs> um. I went Never after mind. Quiz Rogers on Twitter. Yeah, you did. Because <laughs> like. He was talking about somebody cheap shot, or he was like, "Yeah, way to go, guys! Way to way to stand up for your team." I'm like, "Hey, bro, didn't your brother's career end because of extracurriculars in the end zone after the play?" What? Oh, right. You guys don't remember that, do you? But I watched every fucking football game for those like <laughs> seven years. Every game, yep. not just the Doug game. I was busy watching football. I Every game. All of them. I was like, oh, well, that was an illegal tackle. I bet that guy's an asshole. Come to find out, I was right. Turns out I was correct. Hmm. Isn't Jaquiz Rogers the guy who, like, that guy's also an asshole? Yeah, well, that's what happens when you don't get the offer from Oregon, and then you have to go to your backup school and lose. I've, I've, I've heard from what amounts to an inside source, a.k.a. Mike, the old guy who's a Beaver fan. Um, so I guess uh, Jaquiz Rogers, right, I, at some point in a draft got called by a team and went to end up on an NFL roster somehow. Yeah, he played for the Falcons for a little while as a kick returner. But, I mean, they, they like, wrote him a check each week. I wouldn't say that he played because he sucked the <laughs> whole time. Um, but I guess James Rogers, his older brother, whose career ended due to extracurriculars in the end zone after the play, uh, stayed basically working for the this Oregon State University. Pretty much. And like, no, like made way more money than his brother did, which is 
absolutely hilarious to me. Like his brother was like no, like little to no signing bonus, like what third or fourth round draft pick, like league minimum backup, sort of deal. Yeah. League minimum back third string running back slash kick returner, not even full-time punt returner because the other guy was better at returning things than him. <laughs> and then I think he left the Falcons after three years and played like a year for the fucking Raiders or some shit he, that nobody paid attention to. I thought he played for the Saints. Is it may have been the Saints, something. He left for like one season and didn't make it through the full season. So it's like yeah. he had this beautiful NFL career and walked away with less than a million dollars. And like James Rogers worked for Oregon State University for like 150 grand a year in the athletic department for like a fucking decade. And is like, yeah, I just I'm way better than my younger brother who actually sucks at football. <laughs> so, also, my little brother only got recruited because I was already here and said, hey, you guys should go back to Texas and get my little brother. They yeah, they, they sure love to show that play of Jaquiz Rogers trucking John Boyette, which did happen. Um, mm-hmm. But but then you know what else happened on that same drive? He, he trucked him at the three-yard line, and they did not get in the end zone. <laughs> That's the highlight that they A don't trucking. show. They don't show the next three plays. Yeah, they don't show the next three (laughs) plays where they're like, okay, second and goal. What do we do? Run into the outside. (laughs) Oh, we know we know how to beat Oregon. Jet sweep. Jet sweep. Here we go, guys. Why 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 is that? Why do they try it every year? They try it every single year. Every single time. (laughs) Every year they bust out the jet sweep. And ever since it worked the one time, it hasn't worked since. It's like when you play your high school rival and they always run a fake punt <sighs> or kick an onside. I I had something like that happen to me. I was playing pickup <laughs> basketball and this kid like like he played for Mohawk. I didn't know that at the time, but Mohawk High School had this stupid fucking play that they would have that the the one and the two would bring the ball up the floor and the two would be holding the ball would be dribbling it up the floor and he would pass it back between his legs and set a screen for the guy behind him to shoot a three. That was that mm-hmm. was the play. Yeah. And I'm like, okay, well, first of all, that's the worst play in basketball because <laughs> you're involving two guys and everyone else is just standing. We've got five guys to rebound the ball if you miss, and you yeah. have three. So I'm playing pickup basketball with, with my buddy who I played high school with, and I see it. We're playing half court, and I see them setting it up, and I just say, Mohawk, Mohawk, Mohawk. And Aaron, my buddy, runs around and just swats the shit out of the guy. <laughs> and they're like, they know the play. I was like, that was your plan? <laughs> <laughs> this is two on two. This is two on two half court. Were you going to get a rebound and both scramble out of the three-point line so that way you could turn around and then and then immediately pass it between your legs to the other? What? This, this was your goal to shoot the the lowest percentage shot possible in a two on two game that doesn't involve Steph Curry. Like you're gonna miss more than you make it by default because like thirty percent is a good <laughs> three point percentage, right? Anyway, and so we're, and we're bad at basketball. And we're be bad. honest. Yeah, so it's like you're gonna hit ten percent of these shots that you're taking, and then both of your opponents, like you said, are under the hoop to get the rebound. And they're just going to dribble and lay up and get their point. And now you, okay. 
Yeah. Strategist, man. If you're playing two on two basketball and you're not running pick and roll, you're doing it wrong. Yeah. Like that's that's all you gotta do. The end. Yeah. The thing is, is everyone who's playing two on two pickup basketball should know to run pick and roll, which means both of you are running pick and roll, which means Mm -hmm. it actually does come down to like being better at basketball. Exactly. Exactly. That's it. And so to take yourself out of the game, ridiculous. That's like, all right, guys, we're playing football. Here we go. First play, Mm -hmm. punt. They'll never (laughs) expect it. Speaking of, yeah, that's what Oregon State (laughs) did that. Oregon State did that. They put it on third down because their opponent would not see it coming, and we could play the field position game. So fucking third down, they're like, here we go, punt. Yep. Like a wrestler saying, hey, I'm just going to lay down here. He'll never see it coming. He'll never see it coming. <laughs> Have you seen, there's a, like, Oregon beat Oregon State. Deal with it. we got to talk about it. Here we go. Here we go. There was a, there's a kid on, I saw it on Twitter. This little boy just like crying his eyes out because he's got Good. he's got a beaver's hat on, and the mom is videotaping him, and he's like <laughs> she's like, what what's wrong, buddy? The football game is like, well, who did you want to win? The beavers, the beavers never win. <laughs> That's the real MVP. Ooh. That like, guy's going on a shirt. Like, that kid someday is going to grow up and realize he's made a terrible, terrible... His parents made a terrible, I terrible mistake up. for him. Yeah. <laughs> I was waiting I was waiting for, like, the punchline of the story to be like, his mom's filming us, what's wrong, honey? Dad made me wear this stupid hat! <laughs> <laughs> well, who'd you want to win? The Ducks! <laughs> <laughs> I, I've, I've, got, I've got the husky hate ingrained... I've got to I've got to teach why we disrespect little brother. Cuz fuck him, that's why. Cuz fu- somehow that is correct. <laughs> Ding. The best the best is like you look at like the modern the modern interaction with fusky fans now and they they're playing the denial game. It's like it doesn't it doesn't even matter. Like we're not even rivals. Yeah, whatever like, we won in the 90s. Yeah, who cares? Who cares? But it's like you was in the twenty, you was in your twenties in the nineties. I swear. But it's like when they cared, they were just just as ruthless as any duck fan is now, and they right. get to just they get to play the victim card and be like, no, don't make fun of us anymore. No. Like it's that's mean. Like can't we just be good sports? No, fuck you. Like, like the I'm guys tired. that got mad because I made I was laughing at their academically prowess shirts, and then they realized I wasn't on their side. Yeah, <laughs> they're like, "Hey, you can't laugh at that." It's like, "Yes, we can." Your coach said some hey. dumb shit. Yeah, your coach is an idiot. Uh, and then later punched his own player that. in that game. In that game, like yeah. shortly after you being mad about me laughing. So he he talked Bye. about academic prowess in a dramatically. Prowess. Like in a in a fucking goddamn train wreck of a grammat- grammatical sentence, and then punched a kid on his own team like less than a week later. And then said what? you didn't. No, I didn't do that. It was it was an open handed palm them. palm to the face mask. The, I didn't touch the kid. He's wearing a helmet. The way, I didn't touch I didn't the touch kid. Him. The way he answered that question sounded like he was at a deposition. Yeah. Right. It's like, 
when you hit, do you regret hitting him? I didn't hit him. I separated him. From what? From getting from your forehand. By the time forehand. you got in, yeah. By the time you got involved, coach, he wasn't touching anyone else. You, on the other hand, hit like four people on your way there, sir. <laughs> sir fucking sir. Throwing bows. <laughs> Dude, he, he answered it like he's at a deposition and not not a confident one. Like, even Wayne wow. was like, man, I don't remember. <laughs> he said, it, it reminds me of Michael Scott. I didn't say it. I declared it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, that's what she said? I, what what was what you, she said? Could you explain that? <laughs> so, it, it, it was a joke. It was a joke. Could you read that back? Can I go to the bathroom? You went to the bathroom five minutes ago. I drank. I've drank a lot of water since then. Can I go to the bathroom? No. <laughs> that wasn't because I had to pee. I was stalling. <laughs> That's right. Now, now I have to pee. Uh, so we we man. talked a little bit about Run the Jewels earlier. I'm really excited. In April, Run the Jewels and Rage Against the Machine are playing up here in Tacoma. Did you buy his tickets? I haven't bought tickets yet. They're expensive. Yeah, they're going to be expensive. Yeah. That's part of your two thousand dollar concert. Of course, it's going to be expensive. Exactly. Like that's straight up like the entire Saturday lineup. Yeah. They're like, hey, remember that thing you guys were talking about? We took your idea and, and ran with it. Somebody listened to us. One of ran, seven. One of the seven. They ran the jewels with it. <laughs> they, that's they, what did. they did. They run the jewels fast. Run them. Run the jewels run fast. Run them. Run the jewels fast. Run it. Run it. Run it. Run Such it's such good stuff. Like, they have to, if, if they're performing with Rage Against the Machine, one, that song has to happen, right, oh, of course. And then they have to bring, like... Oh, he's coming out. He's got, they've got what, what's the coming other one? Is it, is it Kill Your Masters that Zach's part of? I think so. I think he's featured on that track. And then in the music video for Ooh La La, Zach shows up for exactly, like, four frames. And they need to perform Ooh La La and just have... Zach, run out on stage and run back backstage. Just as long as he's, he's in the music video, just like ah, and it's over. He doesn't say anything. Gotcha, bitch. He doesn't do anything. Yeah, he's just like ah, and then he's gone. Ooh, like, it... He's already in the building. Come on. Right, right. <laughs> just have him run through the backs, just the back of the stage, just in a full yeah. sprint. Maybe Possibly do it naked. Like Red Hot Chili Pepper style with just the sock. Yep. Yeah. That's, sock. that's exactly where I was going with that. <laughs> So it's Zach Miller, so the sock and, like, combat boots. He seems like a combat yes. guy. <laughs> Ironically. Amazing. It would be amazing. amazing. That is a sock dick I want to see. <laughs> I don't know how to respond to that. What is it, Ted Lasso? I never know how to react to it. <laughs> right. Oh man! I finished season huh. one of of, hey. uh, of Ted Lasso. I mean, I'm really, really happy, but I'm I'm torn because I also just want to say, fucking finally. <laughs> what do you want me to do? Watch it know. faster? No. Yeah. <laughs> no. no. I watched uh, since uh, re- receiving access to Apple TV the week before Thanksgiving. So. The Friday night before Thanksgiving, so a week or six days, I got Apple TV because of Bales. Since then, I've watched both seasons of Ted Lasso, I think, four times. 
Like it's wow. it's become the new office. Like I just put it on and then do other things. Okay, now that you've I watched that, go watch uh watch C on there with Jason Mamawa. Mamawa. I need I want to watch C. Watch it. It's the real shrink, good. The Shrink Next Door. That one's good too, but it's not over, so you might want to wait. And the morning show. I started the morning, morning show. Morning show's decent, but it's, it's it's also super slow. And the end, you're not going to be super hype at the end. Am I? Okay. Because I've watched, it's like two and a half episodes of it, and I fell asleep halfway through the third episode. Like, it's good. It's, it's, over. I mean, like, it's really good, but I, like the last probably episode and a half, maybe two episodes of season one, I was just like, fuck. Fuck. Yeah. I'm just yeah. really, I really like seeing Steve Carell play ever anything that isn't Michael Scott. Again. Right. Like and he does, he does a good job. Yeah, he's so good in the first yeah. two episodes. The fucking pinnacle, like he's, amazing. He's good in the whole series. I haven't, I have, I started season two, but I just, I have been watching other stuff. I started uh, you, and then Hawkeye. Did you guys watch today's episode? No, I've only seen the first one. <laughs> I have a feeling you guys are going to get excited when you see that <laughs> that screenshot that I sent. Yeah. yeah. I was like, oh, shit. Just a wit. Text. Text. Did you catch the continuity error in the first episode? Negative. I don't know. No? No. What was it? I don't know. Um, I, it's the smallest thing. I would not have caught it either, but I read it online. Uh, in Avengers, like the movie... The first letter that falls off Stark Tower is the K. And then when, what's her name, Bishop? Kate Bishop, yeah. Kate Bishop, as a little kid, is walking down the destroyed streets of New York. She looks up and sees Stark Tower in the distance. And the only letters that are on the tower are the A and the K. Yeah. And the K wouldn't be there if the, the K right, fell first. Right. The K fell first. So if the S, T, are are gone the k has to be gone but those are the only two that are there and the internet is basically like i've seen a whole bunch of posts that's just like marvel you've gotten so much right you have been so meticulous in making sure all of this shit lines up and you guys fuck up the letters on stark tower like i'm starting to think they don't care that much anymore they're like here you go you'll watch it yeah like i i'm when I was uh, getting ready to watch Shang-Chi, there was a story out about how um, Kevin Feige had said that they don't really force them all to be in perfect continuity. And so they kind of just say, do what you're going to do with your movie and we'll figure it out later. So it's like, that's how you get stuff like the K still being up there. They probably were like, eh, this is what happened. And, you know, just... yeah. Some effects guy was like, my daughter's initials are A and K. I'm going to leave right. them up there. And exactly. everyone was like, yeah, we don't fucking care. Okay. Or was some dude from Alaska. Every, yeah. Right? Everything's like, an Easter egg nowadays. <laughs> well, and that's yeah. that's the other part is my my thought was – my first thought was LOL. Like, haha, they screwed up. That's funny. <laughs> my second thought is like I feel like they're probably leaving this kind of shit in movies and shows for the internet to fight. Right. Like, Let's see if somebody fucking notices. That makes sense. And then super fans find out the internet goes crazy for, I mean, an hour. Like, okay, everyone yeah. goes and watches to see. Yeah. yeah. And then everyone goes and watches and goes, oh, my God, they're right. And now then I want to see it. <laughs> we all talk about how Hawkeye is still 
probably the second or third best Marvel show on Disney Plus behind WandaVision and Loki. But maybe better than Loki. At the end, maybe. I think Loki is better than WandaVision. No way. Yeah. I think no way. My, favorite, my favorite is WandaVision. I'm like the, Yes. The the WandaVision fucking is variants fucking of Loki are money. so good. I agree. And is... and Owen Wilson, come on. Wow. I mean, I'm not saying Loki Loki's number two. Like I'm saying it's really good. I'm not saying I it's just better. Like, I said it was my favorite. That's how I protect I, I, myself. I am saying it's better and it's my favorite. I think WandaVision might be better, maybe, but but Loki is definitely more on my favorite side. I feel like Loki had a lot more um a lot more room to play. They did, but yeah. they also still tied a lot of shit together too. Like they tied more stuff together, I feel, than WandaVision. And WandaVision pissed me off because I really wanted him to do something with the the fantastic four and they just didn't right like they had they had the chance and they didn't if they like is there ever going to be a good fantastic four anything the the one in 2023 yeah yeah it better be good i was so mad at the last one that came out oh and i haven't even watched it i've tried and have never finished no 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 so the uh in fantastic four right they released one i think it was in like no, no, like the, was it like the 2010s? It was called um, The Incredibles. That's the best Fantastic <laughs> Four you're going to see, period. Uh, like even Kevin Smith, like up until like Infinity War happened, Kevin Smith was like, Incredibles is the best superhero movie out. Like it's so well made. And I was like, I mean, he's, he, he might not be right, but he's certainly not wrong. If that makes right. sense. Yeah. Like it's a fucking banger. <laughs> Apparently, he never watched the Batman movies. I mean, Christopher Nolan fucked him up enough. No, we're so talking about okay. Batman and Batman Returns. Hey. What? Batman Returns? That was not a good movie. Hey! Hey! <laughs> How dare you? Hey, y'all you say that! Y'all don't say that! <laughs> I'll keep saying it. You know who's awesome? Danny DeVito. You know who's not? The Penguin, as portrayed by Danny DeVito. You know, you know what was not awesome? How dare you? How dare you? Batman how for, how how dare you? Batman Forever was not that great, but I will watch it a oh, hundred times. I I yeah, I like all I, of them. I have a childhood nostalgic like j- enjoyment from those four Batman movies, but I don't think any of them were good. Those are bad portrayals of all of the characters in the Batman canon. Period. I think They're just I feel not like good. They were influenced by their time more than anything. Definitely. Well, and the that. Dark Knight, the Dark Knight trilogy, to me, ruined those movies for me. Like when that happened, I was like, "This is so much better. Like a billion times better." Those other a movies can times, fuck off. It's a billion yeah. times better. But I also hated Christopher Nolan's take on the Batman universe. Also, like it well, wasn't. Alex is just a Debbie Downer. My biggest problem no. though is I always I always wait for Robin to show up. That's my thing. <laughs> and, I, yeah, they they waited it's, it's until the very very last moment. They're like, "Hey, it's Robin!" and credits. Fuck. I'm just I. Hey, at least he didn't get shot. This time. And he certainly didn't get hit by a crowbar. Um. See, I was I wanted to see that too. Where they? I, if, I feel like they're gonna do that if the um the Snyder verse happens or any sort of thing in that universe happens that right. scene is going to happen 
I'm I want to see that. I want to see it too. It'd be the like. It's gonna be iconic. Like even if they fuck it up, I still feel like we'll be like that was fucking good. Which Joker? Like who do you want to be the Joker who smashes? Well, Heath Ledger, but but he's dead. So true, dead Ledger, Heath Dedger. (laughs) Um, the fucking shitty one from that same universe with Batfleck. You talking about Leto? Jared Leto, yeah. Dude, Jared Leto could fuck some fuck some hoes up like that, he, no doubt. He that Joker? Have, if he, yeah, if he got rid of all the stupid fucking face tattoos and just came back and like, if he retconned himself and just like did it over again, I I'm so I'm. You so know what's funny with that frustrated. is they made they made two versions of that shitty Joker and that was the least shitty one. So I hope that helps a little bit. No. Because the other one apparently, was really fucking bad. There's apparently there's a online. yeah apparently there's like a a deleted scene from that Suicide Squad movie where the Joker pees on Harley Quinn. Like oh. part of him being like pissed off at her or something. At one scene where he like fucking throws her down on the ground or something, and it was like it. I guess you don't see the pee, but it's like the way the camera's angled and the sound effect of like right. Like, streaming water is like oh he fucking he pissed on his girlfriend that's fucked cool guy (laughs) yeah apparently apparently he was trying to be super method during that whole him being Mm -hmm. the joker thing which is just actor for saying i want to be an asshole to everybody have you seen that uh in the last i would say six months They've kind of redacted all that stuff, like the whole the stories of him sending dead rats and used condoms to people. That shit didn't happen. Then where did it come from then? No, like it didn't happen. They just made up the stories and put it in the press. Fuck. Right? Fuck is correct. (laughs) That That shirt is a (laughs) t-shirt. Fuck is correct. Correct. (laughs) I'm writing that down. So am I. That's just not correct. Why? That's dumb. It is. But it's like, it's also, it's like, oh, now we have to go see Suicide Squad to see how crazy Jared Leto is. I heard he sent used condoms to Margot Robbie. Okay, I I guess you you got like a hundred extra people to go see your shitty fucking movie. I hated that. DC makes bad movies. I'm just going to say it. DC has, has... they make bad movies. They're all bad. Except for maybe Shazam, which I haven't seen. It's decent. The rest of them sound terrible. I really want to see Black Adam. I was just like, until Dwayne Black the Rock Adam's Johnson gonna be shows fucking up, good. I'm out. Like, that one's gonna I don't... Be good. DC, like, DC makes good television. Marvel makes bad television. Up until recently. I was going to say... <laughs> do, we, do we count Disney Plus as television? I'm just like, like because the Arrowverse it can win Emmys. It's how I it's how I consume okay. it. No, no, that's fair. Because I, what I was saying is like the Arrowverse is like on CW. It's every Thursday night, right? All that stuff. If you count like winning Emmys as like TV, then f- cool. I agree. Marvel now is making good TV. Finally, it's taken a while because the best thing they had going for them up until like the 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 2010s was the X Men animated series. 
It was, was so the, good. The X-Men animated series. The Spider-Man and, one, too. And the Spider-Man. Yes. Those two. That was it. That was it. You Followed by Batman, the animated series. Oh. We're talking the Fox block right now. Yeah. Oh. So good. good. Yeah. In Alaska, I was always disappointed because Anchorage played the animated Batman at the animated series first of the three. And it started at like 3.30, and yep. that's when I got off the bus. And so, like, running the couple of blocks to my house meant that mm-hmm. I missed, like, the basically the intro and the first kind of sequence Prologue thing, of, yeah. of Batman, the animated series. And then I was all in for X-Men. And Did I tell you guys they're it. continuing the X-Men cartoon? Yeah, no the X-Men 97. Yeah, I'm with that's going to be fucking awesome. One of the big announcements was X-Men 97, so it's like a continuation of the show in the same animation style. Right. I'm stoked. Yeah, It's going to be... to die. going to be awesome. Awesome. Big fan. going to be awesome. <laughs> Give it all she's got. Well, you know, these people, they could have been anywhere in the world, but they're here with us. We appreciate that. Make sure you're going to badfacts.info. To find all of our goodness. But for yeah. this episode, stop it. This edition of my <laughs> show with Alex and Jake, good night, universe. Go Ducks! Go Ducks! Go Ducks! They're very good. Very good. Yeah, they're very good. We're going to you down. Bang the Utes like a drum. Yeah. You down. This is dumb. Yeah. I don't like this. That's weird. This is dumb. I like this one. Yeah. What if we, what, what if we just did what, that? You can't hear me? You can't hear me? I'll turn it up. And this, turn this, this is, shit up. This is what we do now. Turn them up! Was it was it USC <laughs> that had to apologize for... The fuck the Mormons fuck chant? The Mormons. Meanwhile, yeah, the, ducks are, the Ducks are handing out plaques for our, our fans. We're like, like, good job on the fuck the beavers We're like, chant. read along, please. <laughs> <laughs> All right, boys. I'll see you. See ya. Bye, boys. Bye.